Well, hello, Patrick. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Pat. Yay! We gotta get on a better schedule. I feel like... Yeah, did we record yeah. last Friday? Yes. Yes, it's been a week. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, better late than never. Hey, that's right. And now I get to play... It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Because it's Friday. And you have it on your soundboard. You just wanted to use it on that. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's a big red button right here. It's Friday. You're just going to pop that in throughout the show, aren't you? Only on Fridays. That's well, all when we record anyway, so... Well, we got... Well, we're going <laughs> to... Shut up. <laughs> anyway, how the hell are you, buddy? Can't complain. Um, and nobody would care if you did. That's right. Isn't that the saying? That's right. There is a saying, right? Like, can't complain, but who would listen if I did? Something like that? Yeah, I don't something know. like that. Um, yeah, just the week, school, kids yeah. getting ready for their school. Um, when do they go back? August 10th. Blows my mind. Yeah, but they're out. I mean, I know they're out early, but... Yeah. That's still just like... Oh, I, we can't wait. This is I, the first year... Where Hannah and I are looking at each other, and we're just like, when does school start? <laughs> well, it's because your kids are older now, and they're probably, you know. They're terrors. I was going to say more annoying, but I was trying to think of a way to say it without being, no, like, rude. They are much more annoying. Yeah, the older they get, not your kids, I mean kids in general. The older they, they get. Annoying. Yeah, they get more that annoying. Is, yeah. That is a perfect term. Yeah. Um,. And you have a house guest coming. That'll be fun. Yep. Auntie Chloe will be here tomorrow. We thought she was coming today. And then Hannah stopped by work to bring me lunch. And she's like, uh, Chloe's not coming till t- tomorrow. <laughs> Good thing you guys, like, didn't go to the airport. I know. Well, and, and thinking back on it, Hannah had told me she's coming on the last day of July. And in my head, I was like, all right, July 31st. And then when she said July 30th, which is today, I was like, wait, doesn't make sense. How many days are in July? I don't know how many. So, <coughs> 30 days, me. have September, April, June, and November. All the, All rest, the rest have 31. Have 31, except February, which has 28, except on a leap year, then it has 30. Uh, hey, Pat, um, I have a question for you. Yeah. How many months have 28 days in them? All of them. Yes. You can't get me. I know all the dad jokes. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I know that saying, but like, if you asked me on the spot and you were like, hey, how many days are in July? I'd be like, 30? I don't, I don't know. Oh, see, I, I know exactly how many days are each month. Good for you. September, go. 30. Uh, 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 what's it? March? 31. May? 31. December? 31. December in a leap year? 31. Oh, I tried to get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, February February in a leap year? 30. <laughs> yeah. Leap no, years 29. are weird. They have 29. I don't know. 30. I, I accept 30 as a reasonable answer. I, I have no idea. No, February has 29 days. You know what I'm wondering? Why does every other month have 30, but February got shafted? Like, why, why was February the choice? And why wouldn't you just take, like, a day or two off the other days of 31 and put it on February? Yeah, why not have every month be 30 days? At least, at least 30. Yeah, or yeah. just every month is 30 days. It's damn Romans. Why are we doing things the way we did them... Like, leap year. I don't understand why we do leap year. It's because the it doesn't take exactly 365 days for the Earth to go around the sun. Yeah. And so every four years, you have to add on an extra day to make up for it. But if we didn't, if we got rid of, if, like, tomorrow we were like, oh, the, like, the whole world is getting rid of leap year, what would actually change? I don't think anything. I think calendars would just keep going, right? It would. I mean, it, I mean, the calendars are a human construct, but they yeah, represent, it's already bullshit. It represents. I mean, but the whole world goes off the same calendar essentially. I know, but it's um, essentially make believe. Like, 
Somebody yeah. said it, and we we're like, okay, sounds good. But it's so entrenched in our society and business and all that stuff. It, there's no way you could be get rid of it. Yeah, but like we could get rid of daylight savings times because some Listen, states don't I, do it. I I understand. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying it's not as easy as it seems. I want to get rid of daylight savings time and leap years, and I want every month to have 30 days. Boom. Well, be president. You can do that. I'm going to run for president, and that's going to be my... my uh, your... your uh, what's campaign? the word? Campaign points. Yes. Platform. Thank you. Platform. Platform. Yep. Yeah. I guess I, what? What? I will not vote for you. Why? Because I disagree with you. Why? About what? Because I want free ice cream every day. The fuck does that have to do with anything? If, if you want my vote... Yeah? You have to let me get free ice cream every day. Okay. I, go, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> you can have free ice cream every day. That's fine. There you go. Just go into a store and you say, I want ice cream, please, and then walk out as soon as you get it. <laughs> fine. I want to get ice cream and not end up in jail. Well, no one's going to arrest you for $4 worth of ice cream, Pat. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, a cereal ice cream thief? N- notorious. He's making his way across the country. It's like the Hamburglar. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be hilarious, actually. Um, hold on. I have a sound effect for this, Jesus. I think. <laughs> the ice cream thief has struck again. These are the men and women who protect ice cream at all costs. (laughs) Ice cream theft is a heinous crime, and these are the people who protect them. You just see, like, it opens up, and there's, like, an ice cream cone on the ground. You know how the opening of, like, Law Order is, like, you know, people, like, doing the regular thing, and they stumble upon a body? Yeah. But it's, like, they stumble upon an ice cream cone on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Bum, bum. I don't oh uh, yeah. Um what's the one that we came up with last time? Law and Order In- International Space Station. I would still watch that, dude. That it that'd was, be a good one. It was Law and Order ISS. Yeah, yes it was. Uh Mikhail and I have been binge watching uh SVU from the beginning, like season one. So is Hannah. Oh really? Yeah, I'm watching Peaky Blinders right now. You know, how many people have told me to watch that, including my sister, which is like a weird, like, I don't picture her watching that. It does, it's, it's, it's slow the first couple of episodes, but by the end of the first season, it's really good. I watched one episode of the first season, and I was like, it's too slow, not for me. Yeah, no, just give it a chance. Yeah, that's what everybody says, and it's like, okay. Anyway. Sam Neill is ruthless. He's in it? Yeah, yeah, he plays a Irish cop. I went to college with his son. Wow. Uh, his son was a dick, and he fought my roommate in, a, like, a drunken fist fight. Nice. Yeah. We had to call the cops. Just kidding. Uh, we did not call the cops, but that's a true story. Uh, anyway. Why don't we take a quick break, Patrick, and we will come back and do some wait, stuff. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? What are you drinking? Uh, well, okay, Pat. If you have to know... I knew you weren't drinking, so I wasn't drinking. That's why I wasn't asking you what you're drinking. Thanks for spoiling my joke. Oh, I didn't know it was a joke. Go ahead, ask me no. again. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, nothing, actually. Just water. What about you? I'm drinking a vodka Sprite. Hold the vodka. Ha 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, there's my, take. There's my, there's my sprite. Is that sprite? It looks like a truly to me. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, yeah. What kind of sprite is that? Sprite zero? Yeah, man. Man, go full sprite or go nothing. What's the point? Ah, dude. I don't like those zero percent. They don't taste I actually good. Like Spr- I actually like sprite zero. You do? Yeah. The only time I, I ever drink sprite I, I, is I on had an airplane. Sprite zero and sprite in the house. Yeah. And I, me personally, I, there was not much of a difference. When you were drinking the Makers and Sprite, was it Sprite Zero or Sprite? Uh, that was Sprite. Yeah. If you're gonna put alcohol in it, you might as well get the full flavor. You I know. I mean, I'm already drinking alcohol. Might as well get some sugar too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Got to even that keel out. That's right. All right. All right. Now you can take your break. Talk. All right. We'll take a quick break and we'll come right back. BRB. that I made that clip and I didn't realize it was that long. It's all right. It's the song of the week. Uh, no Woman, No Cry by the Fugees and Wyclef Jean, Jean, uh, which is a cover from the Bob Marley track, No Woman, No Cry. But I like both tracks. I do too. I, I love that one. You know who wrote it? Lay it on me. Uh, not Bob Marley. Well, Bob Marley's friend who ran a soup kitchen in Trenton uh, where Bob Marley grew up, like going to the soup kitchen. Yep. And he made sure that his friend got the royalties for that song so that he could keep the uh, soup kitchen open. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? What a dude. Yeah. He was like, you know. I, th- I love Bob Marley songs. I do too. Oh I my can't God. think of one song that I don't like. Um, I don't, I don't know. I only think of songs I do like. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of reggae music, but Bob Marley, I love. Yeah. Oh, they're and so good. Ziggy Marley is pretty good too, actually. I'm not as familiar. I've heard a couple. So Ziggy is Bob's son, and he I've heard a couple of his songs. Of his dad's but songs. And honestly, the covers he do does, you think it's Bob. Yeah. Like it sounds just like him. It's good music, man. Yeah. Uh, I heard the song the other day, and it just brought me right back to like 1997. Yep. With the Fugees. Yep. And then I was like, well, what the fuck happened to Lauren Hill? Because she was in the Fugees, and I was like, oh, yeah, she got arrested for, like, tax evasion. Because remember, yeah. she, like, she was big, and then she disappeared. Yeah. Like, goodbye. Yeah. And Wyclef, he, he did the Haiti thing where he yep. started a charity and then, like, kept 90% of the money. <laughs> Isn't He did, right? The Haiti relief? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, dude. So, uh, he, after, like, I think it was, like, 2010... Haiti had all their giant earthquakes and stuff. Yeah. And they were, like, ravaged. And he's Haitian, and so he did this whole, like, Haiti relief fund. And he got, like, George Clooney and all these other celebrities. And he ran this, like, profit or non-profit thing. And he ended up just, like, keeping the, the money. <laughs> like, million. They raised over a million dollars in 24 hours. Yeah. And then he just, like... I mean, he did give some of it for whatever, you know, Haiti relief... But I'm pretty sure if you Google it, he kept most of it. He has five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's like $1,000 in Haiti, dude. Who knows? Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyways, so the song of the week, No Woman, No Cry by the Fugees. Uh, stick around at the end of the episode to hear the whole thing. Uh, it's classic Bob Marley cover. That's all I got for you. There you go. Um, before we get into the rest, Patrick, mm-hmm. you were just munching on a snack, and I guess it was pretzels. And then you were like, have you heard of Dots Pretzels? And I instantly flipped out because I had just had them for the first time in Wyoming. And we brought a bag back, but there's like a handful left, unfortunately. They're called Dots Pretzels. They're made in North Dakota. It was this woman's secret recipe. Mm -hmm. The original pretzel has the seasoning on it. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Honestly, the the other one, the Southwestern one we were talking about, yep. you can smell it from across the room. Yeah. But it is so good. They are these twisty pretzel sticks. Like sticks, yeah. Yeah, but they're twisted. They're like, yeah. they're not like a straight thing. They're, right, you know. Right. Um, they're salty. The, I've had the, <coughs> excuse me, I've had the original. They are phenomenal. Uh, they also sell honey mustard, and they also sell Southwest that I want to try. And Pat, you said. I like, I like the Southwest better. And it's awesome because no one in my family likes So I get to meet them all. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yep. Um, the, kid, the kids and Hannah love the uh, original. Somebody... Yeah, the original's phenomenal. It's a red bag. And, and you... I don't, can't begin to tell you what the seasoning is. I... Dude, it just says, like, original. But it's yeah. clearly not, like, pretzel flavored. It's... Right. It's obviously got salt. Yeah. But... 
That's about all I can decipher. If you go on her website, Dots Pretzels or whatever it is, it'll tell you like there's a map and it's like almost like Waze. You know when you use Waze and you spot a cop, you put it in the thing and it says like there's a cop over here. They do that with the pretzels. And so people have found them in my area, but I have been looking and I can't find them anywhere. So I don't know. If you see Dots Pretzels in your supermarket, buy them. You will not be disappointed. They're tall, thinner bags, and they'll have like pictures of the pretzels and like the top blue, and there'll be a red or blue stripe. It'll say Dots. D O T apostrophe S. Dots Pretzels. Um, Yeah. They're phenomenal. I'm a huge like pretzel, like hard pretzel guy. Yeah. Like, I like the, the peanut butter filled one. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. I like um, the, you know, Snyder's of Hanover? <coughs> yeah, they, the pieces. Yeah, the pieces. Yes. The buffalo one's really good. Honey mustard's really Honey good. Mustard. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like those. Those are good. But these these pretzels, I mean, you yeah. snack on them. I'm so pumped that you're eating those, dude. I'm, like, trying to make my bag last as long as I can. I can oh, buy them on Amazon, but they're, like, no, they're so much more expensive. Okay. I'll buy a couple bags and bring them up. That's awesome. Yeah, in the grocery store, they were like four bucks. And on Amazon, it's a bigger bag, but it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. No. I, like, I don't know if I want to spend 10 bucks on a bag of pretzels. It's awesome. They last forever. Like the bag I got these pretzels from, I bought them like a month ago. Is it the one pound bag? I think so. It's the standard one. Oh, because I have like a, it's probably like eight inches tall. Oh. And then there's like a big one that's like. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the one I have. Yeah. That's the one that's like 10 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't. No, I'm not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've had this bag for a month, like been munching here and there on them. Yeah. And they're still still good. Yeah, it's got a nice Ziploc, so they stay fresh. It's not like one of those bags that you open and then it immediately starts going stale because you can never yep. close it up super tight. Yep. Yeah. No, these ones stay stay good. Well, you know what, Pat? Are just the tip of build a campfire. I'm changing it to try dots pretzels. I love it. Uh, the tip of the week is try Dots pretzels. If you see it, get them, try them, thank us later. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Hey Dots, how about a sponsor? Yeah, Dot, if you're listening in North Dakota. <laughs> oh, hey there, I'm in Fargo. Um, yeah. Oh, Patrick, I have a crazy fact for you. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. The average person will spend six months of their life waiting for red lights to turn green. Six months? Yep, of their entire life. I bet that's higher in Massachusetts. I bet you it is. Um, because, you know, you get like three cars through and then it turns red again. Yeah, it sucks, dude. So, um, that is a crazy fact. The National Association of City Transportation Officials say that the average time spent waiting in a red light is 75 seconds, accounting for approximately 20% of all driving time. Wow. And I mean, I think everyone can think of a light near them that they get stuck at that's a lot longer than like 75 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's on average. It's 75 seconds of waiting. Six months. Of your life at a red light, dude. That that feels like a long time. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Never driving again. Public transportation, I guess, is the moral of the story. But they hit red lights, too. So either way, you're still waiting. Yeah. Bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Back. That's all I got. That was a good section, Tom. <laughs> that, that went quick. Dots, pretzels, Fuji's. Crazy red fact, lights. red lights. Uh, Yeah. Should we take another break? Okay, Tom. Uh, okay, BRB. <laughs> Patrick, do you know what that song represents? The truth is out there. This means that we are now entering the conspiracy zone. Zone, zone, zone. Yeah, so you have some conspiracies for us? Well, two of them are. One of them is just kind of a cool paranormal type of thing. I guess you could call it a... a well, if you don't believe in paranormal, you might consider this a conspiracy. Okay. So, 
we've talked about UFOs before. Yep. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, but they're usually one-offs. Like people see something in the sky. Every now and then you get some. It's like reappearing things in the sky. Yep. Um, but anyway, there's this place in Utah mm-hmm. called Skinwalker Ranch. It's a weird name, first of all. Well, I'm going to tell you what Skinwalker means. So it used to be called the Sherman Ranch, and the Sherman family owned it. And they sold it off to this businessman, I guess you call him, who bought it because there had been so many reports of paranormal activity, UFO activity. And when he bought it, he basically wanted to use it to study these phenomena. And the government actually got in with him, and they were on the ranch for the time he owned it, to help kind of study this stuff. <clears throat> Question. Yeah. When you say the government was on the ranch, you mean like they set up some equipment, or somebody was stationed at the ranch, or like... They had people stationed at the ranch. Damn. Like teams of science, government scientists. But, I mean, the guy bought it because he was like into the paranormal. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So the Sherman family sold it because they were having cattle mutilations. They were having these strange sights. There was these strange lights. Um, there's even a story, and I'll get to this in a minute. There was a sighting of a werewolf. Damn. So in Utah. All crazy stuff. In Utah. All right. So they renamed the Skinwalker Ranch. And so do you know what a Skinwalker is? Um, I, I'm assuming it's a werewolf. Not a werewolf. So a skinwalker is of Navajo lore. Ah. Basically, it's a shaman who practiced black magic mm-hmm. and could change shapes. So okay. they could be a cow or a wolf or a bear and then become a human. Oh, like so that guy in The Hobbit. A... Yeah, yeah, skin changer. He's called a skin changer. Yeah, he was a skin changer in The Hobbit. So skinwalker, yeah. same type of deal. Same yeah, type of deal. got it. So they renamed that. And the, the government and this guy owned her for a while, but things stalled, and so they sold it off. And so now this new rich dude out of California owns it, and he's doing a lot of research on the ranch. So let me read you a little bit about it. In the 1990s, the Sherman family came forward and spoke to media outlets about years of strange occurrences at their ranch in Ballard, Utah. Terry Sherman told the press that his families had witnessed UFOs and strange lights, he also said his cows kept completely disappearing and then turning up mutilated. More bizarrely, Sherman said circular doorways would appear out of thin air. There was also reports of crop circles in the pasture. The farm quickly became famous across the U.S., eventually becoming known as the Skinwalker Ranch. Over the years, more conspiracies arose about the Skinwalker Ranch, including a werewolf sighting. More strangely, reports of bizarre sightings date back long before the Sherman family. A newspaper from the 70s reported multiple witnesses in the area seeing a UFO surrounded by green light. So, there was this... Take this as you will. There was this, like, show on TV that kind of, you know, followed the people doing the research there, right? Yeah. Obviously completely scripted. Yeah, I would assume so. But some things that were pretty cool. What year was this, did you say? So, they sold the ranch in the 90s to the government. But when did it become Skinwalker Ranch? Like, when did the enthusiasts buy it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't have that date. Okay. It was sometime in the 90s. Okay. So, there was the show, they have this camera set up, and it's during the day, and it's just taking, it's basically, it's, it's videotaping. Um, and so, in this frame, you see a cow kind of laying down on the ground, all by itself, and there's nothing in the sky. The next frame, there's what looks like a UFO in the sky, and the cow starts getting up. The next frame, the UFO is closer, and the cow looks like it's about to start running. Yep. The cow just dropped dead. Interesting. Interesting. Um, another thing they did was they started... You know those little, like model rockets you can like shoot up in the air? Yeah, I used to do them with my dad. Yeah. So they had some of those, and they started shooting them up in the air, and they were filming it. This is during the daytime. And they're filming the rockets go up, and you see these lights coming to the rocket, going around it, and then shooting off. Interesting. And they have videos of... So the Skinwalker Ranch is kind of in a valley. It's almost like a bowl. 
So it's sitting in the middle of a bowl. And so it's surrounded by mountains. And there's nothing for miles around. I mean, you were actually on Wyoming. It's just like that. Yeah. There's nothing for miles. Yeah. And it looks like someone set up like 10 or 12 of those big spotlights, the searchlights. Yeah, yeah. And have them shooting over the mountain. That's so insane. you just see the you see the outline of the mountain and it's just, just lights coming up over it. What are they? They if, have no idea. They went it, up there and there was nothing up there. Says them. I know. That's why it's a conspiracy theory, Tom. I want to believe it, but some of it just sounds so fantastical. I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. I want so bad to be one of those tinfoil hat people. Me too. It's like... Oh, they're out there, man. Well, the good news is, Tom, my other two have to do with aliens. Yes. And their involvement with humans. Uh, aliens are real. Government cover-up. And they're, so hey. do you want me to... Do you want me to move to Project Serpo? Yes. Or the Anunnaki? Project Serpo, because I've never heard okay. of it. Okay. So, when I say Project Serpo, what does that mean to you? Project sounds like a government code name. Uh, Serpo, S-E-R-P-O, Serpo. I have no idea what that. It's probably an abbreviation for like service professional. I don't know. <laughs> serve pro. Yeah, <laughs> they clean your house. Serve pro. <laughs> nah, I have so, no idea. Here's the story. Okay. So it involves Roswell, mm -hmm. New Mexico. Yeah. So the story goes like this: the spaceship crashed in Roswell, and one of the aliens survived, and the aliens learned how to speak English pretty quickly. Because that's what aliens do, right? Yeah. So, they became good friends with the humans and said, let me call... Yeah, go ahead. I know where this is going. Uh, the alien is nah, name was... No, 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 no. Hold on. No. The alien's name was Roger, and he befriended this man named Stan, and he moved into Stan's attic. And there's a documentary about it called American Dad. Yes? Exactly. Is that where you're going with this? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the <laughs> alien wanted to contact his home planet. Yeah. And his home planet... E.T. phone home, yeah. ...was called Zeta Reticuli. Okay? Okay. And it... Um, basically, what happened was, is he wanted E.T. phone home yeah. to get rescued. And he made a deal with the humans that they could send 12 people back with them to spend a couple years on the planet. Oh, my God. Back. Oh, my God. So let, let me jump in right there, okay? Yeah. The story finally claims that 12 American military personnel visited the planet between 1965 and 1978 and that all of the party have since died. Of course they have. From after effects of high radiation levels from the binary star system. Um, what they're also saying is that when they got there, they found out the planet was near destruction. Mm -hmm. That because it was in a binary star system, it was being ripped apart. And so they couldn't stay, stay there forever. But when the time finally came for them to come home, um, this is that there were seven people who didn't want to come back. Hmm. Question. Um, go ahead. If you had the opportunity, if you worked for the military and you worked in their, you know, black site, alien research, whatever, and they were like, hey, Pat, do you want to go to this alien planet for, you know, X amount of years? Would you do it? Or would you be like, fuck no? No, because that, that alien could be like, hey, come on back to my home planet. And steal and your you kidneys. Yeah. And everyone's hungry. And they probe city. And they have no food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the probe wouldn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Project Serpo, is that secretly the American government sent 12 military personnel to a planet that was 39 light years away. And they lit, stayed there for, what was I say, like 12 years? 39 like light years doesn't sound that far. Seriously? A light year is the distance a light travels in a year. In a year. All right, fair enough. Thirty-nine so, just seemed like a low number. Like I don't know. No, that is that's pretty far away. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, it's Project Serpo. Where did it get its name from? Uh, let me see if it has it says here. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, never mind. I was I was wrong. I was wrong. The system that the planet was in was Zeta Reticuli. The planet's name was Serpo. Oh, okay. Project Serpo. Yep, yep. Have you seen the movie Paul? No. With Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. You would love it, dude. Yeah? Because I know you like those two guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they, this one's about an alien. Yeah, I remember. I dude, remember. it's so funny. Yeah? Yeah. I'll check it out then. Yeah, recommend. Is it on any star- streaming services? I did just watch it, like, I was going to say a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know. I'll look later. It is. I watched it somewhere. P-A-U-L. Paul. Love it. Yeah. Okay. The third one I have is the... Um, how do you pronounce this again? Anunnaki. Anunnaki. So, Tom, how did human beings come into existence? Bukaki? Unaki? Unaki? But what have you been told? Oh, uh, well, let's see, Patrick. Uh, There's some people that believe in the theory of evolution, uh, which states that we came from primitive primates and then evolved. Other people uh, think that we are created in God's image, and there was Adam and Eve, and then we produced from there. So I guess those are your two only options, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, let me give you a third. (laughs) I have no idea. Let me give you a third. Yeah. So, the ancient Sumerian civilization existed from 4100 BC until 1750 BC. The name Sumer meant land of the civilized kings. The Sumerians were one of the first groups to divide time into hours and minutes. So, there you go. It's their fault. Yeah. Fuck them. They also had a complex religion that involved gods called the Anunnaki. So, there's, like, writings about it. There's They found, like... You know, evidence of them worshiping, blah blah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So the term Anunnaki is a real thing. It was really existed in their culture. However, the conspiracy theory here is the Anunnaki were believed to be in charge of Sumerians' fates, and okay. so they were aliens that came from Planet Eleven that passed by Earth closely some time ago. And so when they came here. They found there was a lot of resources, and one of the things they coveted was gold, obviously. And so the Why? Two, Do they have a use for it? Um, because they actually use it as fuel on their planet. That's from American Dad. Oh. Well, okay. Obviously, this was around first. But in American Dad, there's an episode where Roger can't fly a spaceship Oops. without the, the poop and crust. Or the, yeah. The uh, jewel-encrusted gold that looked like poop. Yeah. It ran his spaceship. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, it all... It it's must be true, history. then. That's right. It was in a cartoon. So anyway, when they got here, they found it was tedious and tiring work to get the gold out of the ground. So they created a race of beings, the Sumerians, who could mine the gold for them. And so they were basically slaves. Um, mining the gold for their Anunnaki gods. Um, so, the, the the theory goes is that there was it was a hierarchy. I don't have the names, but there was like a leader of the Anunnaki. Then they had his son. They had children, who kind of ruled over settlements of mm-hmm. humans. Okay, and so obviously, when you have that, someone wants all the power. Traditionally, so, yes. Some of them spread out across the globe, you know, making Europeans, Native Americans, Asian Americans. Sure, yeah, they, they went their separate ways. And and all the wars that were fought in during that time were directly because of the these beings wanting to gain as much power by taking over other settlements. You know, it sounds... Fantastical, but it also makes a little bit of sense. There's like a little seed of makes sense in there. Right. I mean, it's mythology. It's, it yeah. says part of the mythology. However, who's to say that didn't happen? Well, science fiction 
is just a precursor to science fact. That's right. I mean, it's science fiction, and then it becomes I mean, proven, and then it's a fact. Look at 2001 with space stations and stuff. And yeah. And now we have space stations. Like, yeah. Or Dick Tracy talking into their watches, remember? Yeah. And now everybody has one. Now everyone has them. Um, but I think the things that kind of spark your interest in this is you have the... And I'm going to forget the name of them. Down in South America, the gigantic pictures of like... Oh, the, the Naztec lines, I think? Naz something lines. Naz... Yeah. Naz... Naztec. Naztec. No, not Aztec. Not... No, Naz. Yeah, it's not Naz. It's not Naztec. Oh. It's Naz something. You're absolutely right. Uh, those lines are unexplainable. Yep. Cause you the only cannot you explain actually, them. And the only way you could actually see them is from the sky. So there would be no point to have them besides being able to see them from sky or trying to signal someone. Na- I mean, oh, you're right. It's not Naztec. It's Naz... Uh, lines... In Peru? Is it in Peru? I think it's Peru. Yeah, I think it's Peru. Nazca. N-A-Z-C-A. Nazca. But look it up. So basically, if you see it from the sky, there's like like thousands of of feet long pictures of like birds and people and all these other things. So the individual figurative... Geolith designs measure between uh, 440 yards to 1,200 yards across. Okay? Um, That's a diameter. Like, yeah, well, I'm just reading. Longer than that. No, I Most know. lines run straight across the landscape, but there are also figurative designs of animals and plants. The um, They cover an area of about 19 square miles. The lines are typically four to six inches deep. Um, and so my point is with this yeah, is ahead. that you have things like that that exist that are science fact and you can't explain them. So if you have those things that are scientific fact and you can't explain, but you have stories like this that may not be fact, but you still can't explain them. It's just interesting. Yeah, um, so I agree with you. Uh, some of the glyphs from the Nazca lines, there is a, a spider, there is a tree, there is a hummingbird, a condor, a whale, a giant, a pelican, a dog, a monkey, a heron, heron, heron? Heron. Heron. Uh, hands, there's a parrot, there's a lizard, there's a spiral, and there's a flower. Now, how would someone in Peru know what, like, a pelican looks like? Or, right. you know what I mean? Like, not all of these animals are... They, they didn't necessarily exist in that area back in the day. Like, monkeys, people, hummingbirds, I can see. Dogs, I can see. But pelicans? Um, I guess whales? It seems like a weird one for them to... Well, you could probably see whales off the coast, or they're out in their boats or something. Yes, uh, but like, Google the the spider one because it is such like an intricate yeah. design, and it's like, how would you just blindly be able to dig and and know what you're making without right. seeing it from above? Without someone up there saying, "Hey, do this." Then yeah, do like this, take a left, that. go straight. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Nazca N A Z C A Nazca lines in Peru. Look it up. They're pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, and when you're huge. down on the ground, it looks nothing more than just like a ditch. Yeah, you can't see it until you are you above it. You have no idea what, what they are. Yeah. So it just makes... It, it has no purpose on the ground that I can see. Uh, and they were made between 500 BC and 80. So that was right after the Sumerians. Yeah. Well, not right after. Well, it says they were created between 500 BC and AD 500. Yeah, so so the Sumerians' empire ended at 1750 BC, so 1,200 years, which is still a long time. But In the years leading up to 2020, 
between 80 and 100 new figures have been found in the use with the use of drones and archaeologists believe that there is more to be found well there you go uh maybe yeah. we'll find a spaceship dude the, i will lose my theories, shit i will absolutely the, lose my shit so one of the theories that i heard that they were talking and this is the conspiracy theory part about it, is that the spiral thing and even i think it was the hummingbird there's a section of it that almost looks like a runway. Yeah. Yeah, the hummingbird has a really long beak. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were, you know, one of the conspiracy theories, like, that's where the alien spaceships came in. And that was signaling to where they should land this stuff. Oh, like it points to it. Yep. Uh, so the lines are all connected. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if you one were to draw a picture of a hummingbird but never take the pen off the page you just keep right you know that's how these are or yeah. drawn i guess or they're really scrapped. crazy you gotta yeah. check them out yeah um, the monkey's crazy just, they're all crazy stuff like that yeah like why like what the other thing is if you think back this time of you know humans existence maybe they built pyramids and stuff and they built whatever but they all had functions so why would they spend all the manpower, the time, the resources for this? Oh my when god. They had no real reason. Some people think that the geometric lines could indicate water flow or irrigation schemes uh, or parts of rituals to summon water. But there is a senior astronomer who says that the uh, she asserted the giant spider figure is an anamorphic diagram of the constellation Orion. She further suggested that three of the straight lines leading to the figure were used to track the changing dec declinations of the three stars of Orion's belt. Mm -hmm. uh, so if these fucking lines represent constellations which are just maps of the space. You know what I mean? They're just maps of outer space. It's like... But again... Why? Because like, life is out these, there. Like that, As far as we know, things like this don't exist elsewhere in the world. But things like pyramids exist all over the world. So I've, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that the idea was stuck in Egypt... This idea was thought of by civilizations across the, the globe. So if, if this was just about constellations or weather or whatever it was, there should be other things like this out there. Maybe not to this you know, size, yeah. but there should... There, there, there should be more lines been, somewhere in the world. They wouldn't have been the only civilization that did this, if that makes sense. If this was some sort of ritual. Yeah, I hear you. I just read that the... Um if I were to ask you <coughs> where the biggest pyramid in the world was, would you think Egypt? No. In the Pyramid of Giza? Nope. I know it's not. It's either in Asia or in South America. It is in Pueblo, Mexico. It is yep. located in Cholula, the Great Pyramid of Cholula. I think uh, some of it's underground. It Most of it's underground. Yep. With a base four times the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza. Giza? Giza? Giza. Uh, it's the long, largest monument ever constructed. Part of the reason it's not better known is that most of it is buried under a mountain. Uh, so why would you make such a giant thing but then build it underground? But to, to see the thing, pyramids were tombs. So they were yeah. functional. They were for kings. They were for royalty. Yeah. Like, maybe they're excessive, but they were functional. These lines... From what we know, and again, this is the conspiracy theorists, there's no real function to them. Even if they were maps of constellations or water, like, again, I just still think that you'd see these things across the world. Like, it wouldn't be they only existed in Peru and that's it. Well, somebody I was reading said that um, they were trying to summon, they, they made these glyphs in the ground to summon water. And because they were, you know, in a drought but, or whatever. So, again, it, it, it may be regional to Peru that they worshipped 
a water god and they said, oh, if we make these glyphs, it will make the water god happy and it will rain and our crops will grow. You know what I mean? But I think that stuff like that is not just... There's very little things that you can point... like So, so each ancient civilization added to society, global society, they also had their own individual things. However, there's a lot of things that go go across civilizations um not just like pyramids but you, you think about even like when you Stonehenge. think about mythology gods you had a sun god you had a zeus you had yeah. your god of war like all the, they may not have been the same person but they were the same idea they were so yeah i agree worshiping these gods may have been different from civilization to civilization but you're, you're saying somebody else would have prayed to a, a rain god and try to do something similar. Something like that. That's what I'm saying. What if Stonehenge is something similar? Because they have no explanation for Stonehenge. But what about the heads at Easter Island? There's no explanation for those heads. What if those right. are all similar, you know, forms of... If you think of the lines in Nazca as, like, art. What if this gift of art to the gods? What if Stonehenge is a gift of art. What if the um, heads of Easter Island and again, are a gift of art? The base of knowledge we have, like the Easter Island heads were meant to contain the spirits of those who died. Okay. They're kind of like, a, not a tombstone, but... But a tomb. Like a remembrance of people yeah. who had died. In Stonehenge, again, you're right. They, they don't know... And, and honestly, I really feel like Stonehenge is probably bigger. Like, I don't think it was just those... That circle... I bet there was a bunch of circles. Yeah. And so if you're if, what if you're right in what you're saying, if that's the case, absolutely. I can see that I can see that being the same type of deal and it would strike down my thoughts. Like uh Stonehenge by the way, is just like on the side of the road, like the highway. Like so, yeah. Yeah. You uh just feel like you're going to be driving into this like magical forest with fairies it's just like around no, it. it's just like But how could they have again just like the lines, it's like we can't comprehend how they could have made those and been so accurate. How did they make Stonehenge? Like, right? I don't understand how they could have done that. It's very because what they what they did a lot of work on like the rock that's in Stonehenge. Yeah, and the rocks came from a quarry that was like hundreds of miles away. So how did they get those stones? All yeah, the way to to where it sits. I want more answers. I need more information. I want to believe it's aliens. I would love to believe that it's aliens. That would make my life. I'm going to believe it's aliens. I'm choosing to believe. Until you prove differently. The truth is out there. At Stonehenge. Um, well, probably not Stonehenge, but somewhere. I think they should do a national movie, but do it around, like, those type of... Like, Nicolas Cage flies to Stonehenge and finds a compartment in the bottom of Stonehenge that pops open has, like... Like the crown of King Henry VIII, who has a piece of like per, like a pearl in the crown that comes from the Nazca yes. line, you know. It's just, yes, you it's know. all related. <laughs> and then Brendan Fraser pops up and he fights a mummy. <laughs> and then Tom Cruise is a mummy. Oh, I like that version of the mummy. Me too. It was very scary. Yeah, it was. It was, was good. Very scary. I'm pissed. Okay, here I'm gonna get on a that rant. That could have been. That could have been such a great series. Universal came out and they're like we're gonna redo all of our monster movies and it's gonna we're gonna call it the dark universe because marvel's doing its thing and dc's doing its thing and we want our own franchise we're gonna do the monster franchise and i fucking loved those when i was a kid dracula vampire i mean uh vampire werewolf uh black lagoon monster Frankenstein's monster. Franken his name was not Frankenstein. The doctor's name was Frankenstein. I'm on it. Um, yeah, I loved Nerd. it. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. And um, well, they came out with that Dracula movie. Remember Dracula what Untold. What was his the guy who played? It was um, um, Charles Dance is in it from yeah, Game of he, Thrones. It wasn't Orlando Bloom. It was a guy who you always think of. He was in The Hobbit. He played Barge. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look him up. What is his name? It was a great movie, though. Dracula Untold. Luke Evans. Luke Evans, thank you. So that came out in 2014. And, then, and that was supposed to be like their 
prominent forefront, like, this is our flagship movie. It's their Iron Man. Yeah. And then it's, people hated it. And they're like, just kidding, this one doesn't count. We're not going to include this in the Dark Universe. We're actually going to do The Mummy. And, okay, so first of all, Dracula Untold was really good. It's like dark, the action is great, dialogue is great, it looks great. Mm -hmm. But people were like, this movie sucks for some reason. So Universal was like, oh, just kidding, we'll do The Mummy. Then The Mummy came out a bunch of years later with Tom Cruise and... Um, had Russell Crowe Russell as Dr. Crow. Jekyll. Yeah. And like um, he was going to be kind of like the, you know, Nick Fury type of thing, like the, the guy who brings everyone together. Oh, Dr. Jekyll, you mean? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, yeah. yeah Russell yeah. Crowe's character. Yeah. Uh, and that movie came out, and I loved it. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this movie sucks, it bombed. Um, we're canceling the Dark Universe. They had a Wolfman that, that was like in the works. They had the Invisible Man... And Johnny Depp was going to play the Invisible Man. I'd, I'd probably watch that. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Universal was like, nope, we're closing it down. No more monster movies. So stupid. I know. And they set the mummy up for a sequel. Absolutely. They did. Like, that's pure sequel material right there. Like, again, they set it up that Dr. Jekyll was introduced... He was maybe the guy who had all the money and know-how and was trying to bring all these monsters together. Yeah, he was doing the research and, like, he had the answers and he was trying to, like... They were going to do, like, an Avengers of monsters, like... Right. Yeah. And even at the end of Dracula, there's a cutscene at the end of Dracula where they show him in, like, modern day... That... They added that for the sole purpose of making the universe. Right, bring him into the today's world. Yeah. Yeah, so let's start the petition. We're going to bring back the Dark Universe, or whatever they want to call it. They want more monster movies. They were good. Unreal. Unreal. Hey, if you guys out there in um, podcast land agree with us, and you would like to see some... You know what? Actually, before I say that, what was the good... What was the last good werewolf movie that you saw, Pat? I'm not a huge werewolf fan. Oh, I love werewolves. I don't think I've seen any. There are zero good werewolf movies. You have Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. What and like the one with... Um, what's his name? Benicio Del Toro? Yes. It's not that good. Uh, it's really long, and it's like... Kind of dry. Yeah. It's got a good cast, but it's not like yeah. the movie that you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but it's called Wolfman. But uh, there's no good, like, werewolf movies. I don't know, whatever. If you guys agree or disagree, feel free to email us at happyhourguys at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at happyhourwithtnp. That's H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-U-R-W-I-T-H-T-A-N-D-P. Oh, I thought of one. What? Van Helsing. Um... I'm trying to think of a good way to say that I respect that movie, but I never really want to watch it. I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. And I like it. It's, I, you know, it's a little cheesy. And, like, Frankenstein's monster is, like, a thespian, almost. like. It's kind of cool, though. I like the take on it. I do, too. And it, it's got a werewolf in it. And Hugh Jackman. Hugh, yeah. And Kate Beckinsale. And the guy from 300. The guy who plays, like, not Igor, but, um... Who's Hugh Jackman's, like, monk assistant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in 300. And it's, like, the only two he's things I've almost, seen him in. Yeah, he's in a bunch of, like, war movies and stuff. Um... Yeah, it's, like, right up there with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, see, I just... Like, it's, like, a I cheesy, but, like, kind of fun. Yeah. I, I, I find it entertaining. Let's leave it that. Yeah, that's great. That's all you need. It's got Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. It's got Dracula. It's got Wolfman. Oh, it, um, it does have Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Because it, it's, uh, it's the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, Paris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kate Beckinsale. She's in a new oh. movie. Um, she looks like she's 30, man. What is she doing? Oh, my God. Like. That, that is my celebrity crush right there. I agree. I think she might be an alien. Her and Jane Seymour. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. All right. <laughs> All right. 
Jane Seymour from behind. Jane Seymour from behind. <laughs> <laughs> family guy American nailed dad. it. No, it's Family dad. Guy. American Dad. Family Guy. American Dad. American Dad. <laughs> American Dad. American Dad. Like, it's great. It's great. It's gr- great. You, you got to put the American Dad theme song on there. Dad is gone. <laughs> yes. You can play that when I'm there recording with you live. I'll be like, hey, if you kids are listening, go to bed. <laughs> it's probably too late where you are. Although it's... It's an hour earlier. Yeah, it's earlier for you than it is for me right now. But whatever. Anyway, Patrick. Um, so we gave the email. We gave the Instagram. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, we'll see you Tuesday. Well, we'll see you Wednesday, but we'll record Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> remember that little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? When that was like... In like fifth grade or like sixth grade, thing. like I just called you a cunt. Yeah, you why is that a bad it. word for the record? Or sugar honey iced tea? I hate that. <laughs> it's so long. I know. And shit's not even a bad word. Like just say shut shit. Shut the front door. Yeah, shut the front door. Oh fudge. <laughs> Hold your tongue and say apple. Apple. Oh, you said asshole. Oh, no way. <laughs> Spell I cup. I C U P. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you stay positive, but test negative, and tune in for the next one because the next one is the best one. Bye. I remember when we used to sit in a government yard in Brooklyn.
say. 